The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A company called Mana Drone Delivery plans to conduct the world's largest drone delivery trial in Blanchardstown, aiming to reach perhaps up to a one and a half million people. Now, Mana's already completed over a hundred thousand drone deliveries in trials and will offer deliveries within a three and a half kilometer radius in under three minutes. Uh, the trial will involve up to a thousand deliveries every day, and that would make it the largest drone operation worldwide for deliveries. Now, Mana has partnered with local businesses aims to launch the services in 25 different locations next year. But I'm joined by the CEO of Mana Drone Delivery, Bobby Healy. Bobby, good morning. Uh, good morning, Pat. Thanks for having me. This sounds like the future. It is the future <laughs> right now. <laughs> the future right now. Um, let's talk about the practicalities of it. Uh, I mean, what can you deliver? Uh, how big a payload can your drones take? Yeah, our new aircraft can carry 3.5 kilos and volume-wise, 30 litres of volume. Volume is a harder problem to solve than weight. So family meal for four people is the way to think about it, or 12 coffees and pastries. Okay, now how is that delivered? I mean, how do you get it in your house, your back garden, your front drive, how, or your yeah. apartment? Or your trampoline, as some <laughs> of our customers do. So you just drop a pin, you open our app, you order what you want, you fill your basket, and we ask you to drop a pin on the map exactly where you want it to deliver. And we're, we're accurate within the inch. So, so most people drop it in their back garden or their front garden. But we do have some creative customers that use trampolines and roofs yeah. of sheds and things like that. Anywhere, really, that's yeah. flat. Now, now, how does the drone deliver the goods? I mean, does it just come down within inches of the ground and then release a box yeah. or something like that? It, it flies at an airspeed of about 100 kilometres per hour to the pin that you drop and then it descends to about 15 metres and it hovers there. Then the doors underneath the cargo bay doors open and we winch the product down to the ground. It takes about six seconds when it leaves the aircraft to get to the ground. Okay, so it onto the trampoline or the garden or exactly. whatever. And yeah. then what? do you, you can then control its release to get your winch back up? Uh, you, it's or all does automatic. The customer, the customer doesn't need to do anything. It's kind of, we just drop it, we leave the thread behind in this case and off you go. You've got a bag on the ground, a brown paper bag. With, with a thread attached. You ordered, with the thread attached, yeah. It's the most reliable system you could imagine and it means that if anyone, if anything went wrong, if someone pulls the bag for whatever reason or, or a dog grabs the bag, um, it's all good. It's completely safe. Okay. Um, what kind of things are you promising to deliver? Because I'm thinking, say you're in Blanchardstown and you're uh, yeah. anywhere within three and a half K you can deliver to and you promise to deliver in less than three minutes. Yeah. But you've got to get the takeaway from the takeaway provider. How does all that work? Yeah, we fly off their roof, believe it or not. So, But you go to them, pick it up. Yeah, well, most of them would be with us on the roof of, let's say, so for example, okay. in Balbriggan, now we fly from Tesco's roof and the vendors are there, the pizza guy is there, the coffee guy is there. So we work with all the small vendors in, in whatever area we're flying in and they bring the product to us if it's non-perishable or if it's, it needs to be cooked like a pizza, they cook it right there where we are. In Blanchardstown, we'll have a different system in that we'll have that centralised model where we'll have all the small vendors there with us, but then we will also fly out to the vendor to pick up the meal and then fly yeah. out to the customer. Now, to it won't always be meals. I mean, somebody who needs a, yeah. a, a pharmaceutical delivered from the local pharmacy because they maybe are That's Im right. immobilised and they can't drive to the place. They can get to their back garden, but they can't maybe get to the car to drive. Will you be doing that kind of delivery? We will, well? certainly, yeah. In fact, we started doing prescription deliveries during the first COVID lockdown in Moneygall. 
and it was a great service. And we do the same now. We have a defibrillator service, for example, in, Blan- in Balbriggan, and we'll have all the pharmacy products there, all over-the-shelf pharmacy products right now. We won't do prescription in Blanchardstown. But yeah, I mean, you know, your kid has a fever at midnight. There's nowhere to get Nurofen. We, we can get you in three minutes. It's a great service. Yeah. And um, what does it cost? I mean, obviously the cost of yeah. the pizza or the Nurofen, whatever it might be, plus. Yeah, well, we charge you whatever the vendor charges. So we just pass on their pricing and then we charge a four euro 20 delivery fee. That's all? That's it. Yeah, for peanuts. So, <laughs> well, it'd be a bit expensive now to pay four twenty well, on top of a packet of peanuts. We but have customers that use over a hundred times already in Bla- in Balbriggan yeah. is a popular service. Yeah, I mean, if you're ordering takeaway for four people, uh, f- four twenty charges for nothing. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, and and it's so efficient. The food is likely to be hotter. And uh, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. I mean, our, our flight time in Balbriggan is two minutes forty seconds. And in, in Blanchestown, it'd be three minutes, 10, because we're flying a little further. But but you get your meal or your coffee, for example. Coffee's the number one thing we deliver, cappuccino. And you get that in less than three minutes. It's perfect. The foam is intact. The little design on the foam is perfect. It's the future of getting coffee. So sure. if you've got a gang of people, uh, you want six or seven coffees, the yeah. price added on to the price of the coffee is minimal uh, yeah, per, per cup. Correct. If you're ordering a single cappuccino, it, it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> so we encourage you to order multiple and pastries as well. <laughs> now, uh, talk to me about the aircraft itself. Uh, how big is it? Um, so th- the way I describe it, it's about the size of a large golden retriever with propellers. Um, that's the way. So is it, it four propellers on top? Uh, four propellers, yeah. Four arms with propellers on top. And the cargo goes inside the aircraft. So think of it as a big hollow flying object with the cargo inside. So it's not hanging out. No, correct. Because people might be concerned that it could drop arbitrarily on someone below. Correct, correct. And it's sealed by cargo bay doors that are made from carbon fibre, really, really strong. It's a a aviation grade product and it has to be because we're flying a lot of flights over people. Mm -hmm. And what about that prospect that um, it runs out of battery power and it just catapults from the for sky. For sure, you, you, you plan for that and we have a parachute on board so in the worst event if something went horribly wrong and things in the low large numbers something will go wrong and um, the parachute deploys and we bring the aircraft to the ground and it'll damage the aircraft but it won't hurt anybody. Okay, so the, you, you will not uh, lose your drone entirely. It might be, as you say... Uh, it's cosmetic. The, the impact, lose. Yeah. yeah. The nose is designed to crumple things like that so on, on impact but parachute deployment should be very rare um, and as I said, we're regulated by the aviation regulator that makes sure that's so. Now, when are you launching in Blanchardstown? Uh, September. We'll start uh, first flights in September and full throttle launch in October. So most people will be able to get in October and the first yeah. probably about 10, 20,000. And do you September. sign partnerships then with the suppliers? I mean, do you have yeah, to contract yeah. with, I don't know whether you do sort of Tesco deliveries. Uh, you mentioned doing the roof of Tesco there. Yeah, we're, we your... partner with Tesco for Balbriggan. We'll do the same uh, with a grocery provider because groceries are important. And then literally all of the small local vendors we'd expect to participate in some way because in the end, what chip shop or restaurant doesn't want to reach 100 20,000 customers in three minutes. It's very popular with the businesses. Do you have any no-nos like alcohol, for example? No alcohol, no cigarettes. We'll never do cigarettes. We may do alcohol if if the regulations supported it. We'll, of course, do non-alcoholic alcohol. Um, I mean, the problem being that you have to certify that someone is over the age to buy 
alcohol. Yeah. Well, there, there's other, there's, there's community issues as well around it. But so, so for now, anyway, it's just things that support jobs in the local community, all the small businesses and, and everything that people need on a daily basis. Now, you're a pioneer in, in this regard. Um, so, you know, there's got, probably not going to be too much competition for airspace mm. um, because your drones will be uh, doing the job around the Blanchardstown area. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens if someone else decides to set up, you know, not mana drones, but dano drones yeah. and compete with you and the, you're all whizzing around the place? Well, that's, that's happening already. I mean, Google have a drone delivery program and it's in Lusk four miles away from where we are in Balbriggan. So there are airspace management systems already that, that allow that to happen. So that's all done easy. Um, some of the texts coming in. It sounds fantastic and definitely the future, but drones travelling at 100 kilometres an hour seems very fast, especially as more and more companies start offering this service. Are there rules of the air like rules of the road? Uh, does somebody control the airspace? Because you're well below classic aviation heights. Yeah, uh, yeah like 50 metres. Yeah, you're yeah. only at 50 metres. By the time uh, an aircraft leaving Dublin Airport reaches Balbriggan, it's... Oh, it's, it's, it's way, way up there. Yeah. yeah, no, no one would fly below a thousand feet in general aviation. Yeah. Uh, what about noise? The noise uh, of the drone? Less noise than an electric car. It's as simple as that. So at 50 metres, you can barely hear us. And another one. Drones won't fly in heavy wind, rain or snow. As a result, vendors need a plan B for bad weather. But uh, that is not possible as it's not viable to keep drivers on standby for extended times. That's a just great question. Just in case the weather is bad. That's a great question, but it's, it's incorrect. So our drones fly 97% of Irish weather, which is 110% of every other country. <laughs> okay, so weather is, I mean, these, as you say, are uh, aviation yeah, standard they're, drones, they're not so the they're typical, strong. Not the typical drone, yeah. They're designed, so they, they fly in an airspeed of 110, which is ground speed of 60, and in winds of 13 metres per second, so about 50 kilometre an hour winds, so. Okay, so where are you going to be based in Blanchardstown? Right there in the, in the shopping centre, right on the ground. There's a small car park there um, between two stores, and we'll be there flying about 15 aircraft. Yeah, and do you need to planning permission for your drone we airfield? Do, which is how we got outed in the media. <laughs> you have to apply for planning permission, which we did, uh, which is all good. And we're ready, we're ready to go, to be honest with you. We just have a few uh, aircraft to build as part of this. And once we're, once we're happy with that, off we go. Uh, what about people robbing the drones with deliveries, uh, hijacking drones even? It's actually happened this once. This kid hopped over a wall in Balbriggan and robbed the bag and ran off with it. It'll happen, of course, but they won't be able to steal the drones because the drones don't land. They don't come anywhere close yeah, to the And ground. of course, the, the, the rotor blades are whizzing along. So yeah, it's not going to be a good... approach at your peril. It won't be a good idea. Um, but most people will get deliveries to their back garden, so it's quite private and it's quite safe and secure. Yeah. Um, what about the idea that someone might try to hijack the drone using technology to hack the drone? Yeah, good luck to them. We, I mean, I wouldn't know how to hack our drones and I've been in tech for 40 years and they're highly secure uh, pieces of kit. Um, you've already done uh, trials. In, in the sense, what you're doing in Blanchardstown is a rollout of a service rather than a yeah. trial, isn't that so? I mean, this is going to yeah. keep on happening. What is your feedback, though, from places like Oran Moore? Yeah, well, I mean, Oran Moore was a star and we're looking forward to going back there. So 40% of the population of Oran Moore used the service two times a month. It was hugely popular. 
Um, so the feedback is great, both from the vendors and the customers. And we see the same in Balbriggan. We've already delivered to nearly 30% of the Balbriggan by home, by count of homes. So the service is very popular and people are very satisfied with it. So nine out of 10 people rate the service 10 out of 10. It's, it's, it's just, it's drones, it's a circus, it's exciting, but it's also reliable. Yeah. It just works. It works really well. Now, you're going to put a lot of Deliveroo drivers out of a job. Um, yes. I mean, quite Simple frankly, it's, yes. a, it's an awful underpaid job. It's not a good use for a human being. It's a bad use of the roads. It's prone to accidents. And, and apologies to all the delivery drivers out there, but they can get, like, we're going to create so many jobs in the community by doubling the size of local small businesses. There's better jobs out there that don't involve you going out in the lashings of rain on a Friday or Saturday night, risking your life to try and make a delivery happen in 20 minutes to keep a customer happy, which is next to impossible. It's not a good use of yeah. young people. So if, for example, you want a delivery to an apartment block, you um, drop the pin in the car park of the apartment block. Yeah. Uh, or, you know, if Communal you don't delivery. The, exactly, yeah, that, yeah. That, that, that sort of thing. Um, are there any uh, inhibitions then for people who want to order, like places that you cannot deliver? Um, high buildings, I don't know, Dublin city centre, complex yeah. uh, physical environments. Yeah, we won't, we don't, won't deliver in, in urban So we need two metres flat inanimate space to be out that the customer can access. So you, you probably won't be in Pier Street or O'Connell Street or areas like that. But any, any apartment building of 10 storeys or less is valid for us and, and works really well. So mm. think suburbs, high density suburbs. So Tala, Blanche, Dundrum, Raffarnham, Malahide, you name it, all very valid because mm. everyone's got a bit of space to deliver on, but not the Dublin city centre. Yeah. Um, uh, any prospect that mischief makers can kind of decide to drop a pin literally on somebody's head? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Three minutes later, your drone arrives. It, 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 we have such funny stories around people doing that, but uh, it, it, none of it, it works because when we arrive, we use radar and LIDAR scanning the area to make sure it's flat and inanimate. In other words, no people, no little people, no dogs, nothing underneath. And if there is anything underneath, we just don't deliver. We bring the cargo back with us. Yeah. Is this all powered by AI using the radar and LIDAR? I mean, yeah. you don't have an uh, an air traffic controller sitting looking at all your drones as they whiz around the place. No, we don't. It's all AI. So it's all done on board on the computers, on the actual aircraft. And it's done with redundant sensors. So it's, it's computer vision, which is a form mm. of AI. And what about your routing? Are they fixed routes? I mean, in terms of, you know, you go up so many metres and then you fly directly southwest so many metres, then you... Pretty, pretty much, yeah. It says the crow flies most of the time. We, we'll, for example, avoid flying over schools or cemeteries or football stadiums, those types of things. Um, certain areas where there's large concentrations of people, uh, but but otherwise it's as the crow flies mm. and it's all automatic. It's all the routing is automatic. All the air traffic management is automatic and the drone itself is automatic. And what about cameras? Are there cameras on board? You mentioned radar and LIDAR. No, there's no cameras on board. So passing over Johnny as he enjoys his naturist pastime in the back garden. Correct, yeah. No, there's, there's definitely a concern around privacy and around noise. Those are the two top concerns. And there's absolutely, we have no customer data. We record nothing. There's no invasion of privacy whatsoever. How do people then access this service when it fully is up on, uh, well, starting yeah. September, fully operational by October in the Blanchardstown area? Uh, who do they ring? Do they ring their... Uh, takeaway or do they ring you guys? They just download our app. 
it's that simple. They download the Mana Drone Delivery app and all of the vendors we work with will be on the app. And the first time they use it, they'll have to enter their credit card to pay for the product and they'll have to drop a pin. And once they've dropped a pin, that's it. They're ready to go. Yeah. Um, and how quickly do you think you can expand this? I mean, obviously it needs yeah. capital. You've got to buy the, the aircraft. You've got to uh, tie up the deals with all the suppliers uh, before it becomes truly nationwide. I think, so our plan is run Blanchardstown for about six months. When we're happy with the being able to manage that level of volume, then we're going to roll out to every large suburb in, in Ireland across 2024. Have you got the capital to do that? I nope. mean, if you go too fast... No, no, but the capital, I think, will come. We've raised $45 million to date for the business. We'll need to raise capital again towards the end of this year, uh, start of next year. I'm con- pretty confident we will. I mean, we're, we're now literally the number one drone delivery business in the world. Okay, and the app is called in uh, the Play Store or whatever, what's yeah, it called? Mana Drone Delivery. You Mana. can download it now, you just won't be able you to You won't be able to access it, it until it goes yeah. alive. One of our um, texters saying, you should have called it Deliveroof. <laughs> That's <laughs> in roof. Anyway, it could be Deliver Garden as well, I suppose. But anyway, uh, the wags are out there. It's a very interesting idea, and you're a true yep. pioneer and risking a lot, I suspect, in developing this business. It's hard work, but it's very enjoyable. It's 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 a pleasure to run the business. We've a team of a hundred people now, mostly oh. in Ireland. Um, I think we have the potential to build the biggest technology business Ireland has ever seen or Europe has ever seen. It's a joy to work on. To be honest, which I'm a techie. I'm learning every single day and and really you can see it's not the future, it's now, it works. It is 100% better than the road-based alternative. It's green, it's private, it's safer, it's cheaper, it's more exciting. Children love it, grandparents love it. I mean, it's so appealing as uh, to everybody and it creates jobs in local communities. Bobby Healy, CEO of Mana Drone Delivery. Uh, thank you very much for joining us in studio. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.